Hello beautiful souls and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. I hope you are well. I hope the lunar eclipse has treated you well and pushed you to finally release whatever it was that had been holding you back. Let me just say, this eclipse season has really been pushing me to release, especially my attachments to control. Like I talked about in my previous episode, I really struggle when it comes to patience and control because it was always my way of feeling safe internally by holding on to that control. And the thing with the full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio and the solar eclipse in Taurus, this was all about releasing limiting beliefs or habits and even just breaking free from toxic cycles that we've held on to for so long that were giving us this false sense of security. And it really pushes us out of our comfort zone to really embrace finding that security within ourselves instead of looking outside of ourselves for that security. So anyway, before I jump into this episode, I just wanted to give you a little story about what unfolded for me with these eclipses as it actually ties into this episode anyway. So essentially, There's usually a main event that takes place for you between the eclipses and every person I know in my personal life has had a main event happen between these two solar, well, between the solar eclipse and the lunar eclipse, which happened, you know, April 29th to 30th, which was the solar eclipse, I believe, and then the lunar eclipse was May 15th, 16th. So for me... As those of you who listen to my episodes already know, I have been trying to conceive for over a year now, and I know I sound like I'm repeating myself, but this is like the main theme for me this year. In every month that I get my period, I tell myself, okay, this will be the month I just let go and go with the flow and stop putting so much pressure on timing sex and forcing things. Now, this is going to get a little TMI, but Then as soon as my period ends, I'm unfortunately back into my old ways of tracking my cycle and wanting to make sure that we have sex when I'm ovulating and putting the added pressure on us. Because yes, even I struggle to let go and release attachment. I am only human after all, and it's a struggle sometimes. So this is me saying, be easy on yourself. We all struggle with this. It's not an easy process to let go. But anyway, The solar eclipse comes along and I just so happened to be ovulating during it and I remember putting so much added pressure to make sure to have sex that day because I'm ovulating and me being this way is just controlling AF and it ruins the moment and so on. And for those who have gone through the process of struggling to conceive, you probably can relate to having this whole process of trying to conceive come between your intimate life and really just, it causes a toll on both of you. It's just a defeating process. But so that's what happened on the solar eclipse. Fast forward to the lunar eclipse. My period was supposed to come four days before the lunar eclipse and it never came. So I thought, all right, it's fine and no big deal because I'm probably not pregnant. At this point, I have convinced myself I was pregnant for about 16 cycles now and I never was. So I was really trying not to hype myself up. Another day goes by, no period, whatever. 
Now the third day goes by and I'm in my head because my period is never three days late. The most it's been late is a day and my cycle is very regular for the most part. So I take a test and I'm just looking myself in the mirror repeating, I am worthy of being a mom. I am worthy of being a mom and I swear I was doing this. And for some reason, I felt like it would be positive. But then again, I always feel this way. So I take a deep breath as I flip the test over and it's a big fat negative. And I remember just looking myself in the mirror feeling so defeated, but I knew this was my test. This was what I needed to let go of. It's not the right time. Maybe next month, I'll keep trying. I'll just let it go. This is what this eclipse season is all about for me, needing to release control and learn patience and trust. And wouldn't you know, the next day after the full moon lunar eclipse, boom, I get my period. (laughs) This was the lesson the universe has been trying to teach me for so long, and it's right in front of my face. But yet, I still try to control it so tightly, and why? Because I'm fearful. I'm fearful that if I don't track my cycle by every single moment, I'll miss the opportunity to conceive. I'm still so fearful that I won't be able to conceive a child of my own. I'm fearful that if I'm not in control of this conceiving journey, that it'll never be my turn. And these are those fears that I need to release so that I can then release control. I'm doing the same thing every month, and yet I'm expecting different results. It's truly crazy, isn't it? To control my sex life and cycle so much and still not conceive and then expect things to be different the next month? The universe is screaming at me, let go of control. Stop trying to force it. Divine timing is at play. Enjoy your life. Live in the moment. And this is one of many lessons that life has been trying to teach me. To have patience to the point where I surrender control and trust that everything is going to work out in divine timing. So that morning when I got my period, I sat myself down and I really asked myself, why? Why do I feel I need to rush this process? Why do I feel like time is running out? I am so grateful to have the time I have right now to continue to do my inner work. Maybe the universe is telling me to continue to work on me so that I can be completely aligned with the child that I am meant to have. Maybe this year is my year, a year to focus on me, to make sure that my own inner child feels safe, heard, and seen. Sometimes we have to distract ourselves from what it is we are trying to force, because forcing actually repels. Have you ever tried to force a conversation between you and your partner when you're both really upset? It usually doesn't end well, does it? Or when you force yourself to stay awake even though your eyes want to shut, how does that make you feel? You know, no relationship is perfect and there's been times when I've been frustrated with my husband and he's been frustrated with me and The best thing I could have ever done during these times is to distract rather than force. And I know this sounds crazy, but my husband and I are similar, but yet so different. He needs his space. He gets very overwhelmed by the energy of others. And so when he comes home from a long day of work, he usually works, you know, nine to 10 hour shifts and deals with a lot. So he comes home, he just wants to come home and recharge. And often he recharges by playing his video games and relaxing. Well, me on the other hand, 
I'm home alone all day. I don't really see many people in my day-to-day life because I work from home. So when he comes home, I just want to spend time with him, but I know he doesn't always have the capacity to do so. And I think so many people are quick to look at situations like this and take it so personally. And I did take it personally for a really long time. I would get so frustrated when he didn't want to spend that time with me. I felt like I wasn't a priority to him, but what I realize now is that he needs that time to recharge. So we communicate and we compromise. But what was important for me was to go inward because I found that I was actually projecting a lot of my wounds onto him. And when I went inward, I was able to notice that. And then I started to find my own distraction through my own hobbies and passion projects. Subconsciously, we actually attract people into our life that are meant to teach us lessons. My soul needed someone who would allow me the space to find myself. And that's exactly what happened through my relationship with my husband. He always gave me space. And if I had a partner who wanted as much attention as I did, I wouldn't have had the space or time to go within and discover my passions. And the great thing about my relationship with my husband is that he supports me. He may not be into tarot like me, but he supports me. He may not know much about spirituality or astrology, but he supports me. Life taught me that relationships are our greatest teachers. Relationships teach us so much if we are willing to learn. Oftentimes, people are going to mirror back to us how we are feeling internally, and oftentimes, we just feed off of each other's energy. If you are someone who believes in past lives, which I feel like if you're listening to my podcast, then you have some sort of wonder about what happens after death, and I mentioned past lives before. But what I believe is that we have soul contracts with people from our past lives, and that's because... There are lessons to be learned, sometimes even unfinished business. So for example, I actually did a past life tarot reading the other day and it mentioned that in a previous life, it was possible that I was an orphan, that I lived during a time where there was war and I got separated from my family somehow, or my family abandoned me. And what is extremely interesting is that in my current life, I have abandonment wounds. I mentioned in my previous podcast episodes that I felt abandoned by my dad and that he actually physically left me in a parking lot alone when I was a child and drove off because he was upset with me. And I struggled with this abandonment wound all of my life. I still feel abandoned by my dad's family because they are not in my life and never try to keep a relationship with me. This is a wound that has been happening for many lifetimes because there's a lesson to be learned and healed through this. Oftentimes, we play out similar scenarios with the same souls, but in a different lifetime until we finally learn lessons, grow, heal, and cut the cord. And my dad and I have come such a long way. We have weekly convos on the phone all the time. He allows me to have my own beliefs and he's really supportive. So in this lifetime, we were given the opportunity to heal this soul contract connection, which usually means you shouldn't have to repeat that same lesson together again in a different lifetime. My past life reading 
also told me that in a past life I had this spiritual knowledge that I kept hidden because everyone around me had different beliefs and I was actually considered bad or evil for having this knowledge. And I was shamed for my beliefs, so I never spoke my truth, and I kept it all in due to fear. And in this lifetime, I'm surrounded by people in my family who have different beliefs and don't agree with my views. And, you know, they tell me that my beliefs are wrong or that I should think a different way. So again, another past life pattern that is repeating. And in this lifetime, I am given more opportunities to speak up and share without holding it all in. There's always opportunities for growth and through relationships is where the biggest growth can happen because relationships reflect back those deep wounds that can go all the way back to traumatic past life experiences. You may even have a karmic past life relationship with your spouse. I actually have a friend who did a past life reading too and it mentioned having a partner in this lifetime that she had a child with in a past life. And in the past life, her partner left her with all the responsibilities and left her on her own with the child. And that really hurt her. So in this lifetime, she has that fear. Her and her partner have fears of having children, which is reflected back to this wound from a past life but they can heal this in this lifetime. But healing past life karmic connections is hard because oftentimes you have to be aware that the wound is deeper than just this lifetime. You have to have a belief in past lives and then you have to make a conscious effort to work through those wounds and heal together. And that's usually really hard to do because it's not often that you find both people on that spiritual healing path. It's usually, you know, one or the other. So when it comes to your relationships and arguments that you may have in your relationships, take a step back and ask yourself, what is this relationship trying to teach me? What am I meant to learn through this connection and how can I continue to grow? And, you know, I think one of the biggest lessons life has taught me is that the goal is forgiveness, compassion, and growth, truly. I really have been learning that we are all connected. We are all just energetic beings feeding off of each other's energy. And a lot of what is heartbreaking about the way that the world is, is that everyone is just so hurt. We all have wounds. We all have some sort of trauma. Even if you look at someone's life and you think that they have nothing to be upset about, you're wrong. We all feel pain, sadness, and grief at some point in our lives, but we don't all experience it the same. Some people hide it, others release it, some seek out revenge because they don't know how to handle it. In fact, most of us really do struggle to handle our emotions and heal because as a collective, there have been so many generations that have truly never been taught how to handle emotions. There are many generations who have been taught not to cry, to just suck it up, to respect your elders no matter what, even if they're abusive, to just get over it and that it's weak to show emotions. And I truly believe that's why we are where we are today as a society, as a collective, as a whole. There's a lack of compassion, empathy, a disconnect, constant judgment, a lack of awareness, a very ego-driven world. 
And it's a shame, truly, but I believe that there is a turning point coming where people start to wake up to what's really happening, to realize that life is our greatest teacher, that our reality is going to always reflect back to us how we feel internally, to allow ourselves to be teachable and to heal as a collective and to raise our consciousness. There's a lot of controlling happening behind the scenes to try to keep people from raising their consciousness, but I feel a shift coming. And if you are listening to this episode, I strongly believe that you are part of helping with this shift. If you haven't already started to learn more about your soul and who you are, self-discovery has been a huge game changer for me. One of my favorite ways that I discovered more about my soul was through astrology and connecting with my intuition. When I discovered my natal chart and what it all meant, I was actually mind blown. It was spot on to everything I have experienced so far in this lifetime, even down to my deepest wounds. Now, I do offer an in-depth natal chart reading if you are wanting to learn more, I will leave a link in the show notes for you so you can check that out or just grab more info on my website, ldoclose.blog. I also discovered a lot through tarot. Tarot is a great tool to use to connect to your soul on an intuitive level. I definitely recommend checking out pick a card readings on YouTube. Start exercising that intuitive muscle. They have always been spot on for me. I also do pick a card readings on my YouTube channel. If you want to start there, it's at LDuclose. I say find two to four readers on YouTube that you really resonate with because watching too many can be really overwhelming. And then start to try tarot yourself. You know, I'm really wanting to record a video or something teaching tarot, so stay tuned for that. I know a lot of people are afraid of tarot, but truly it's all about intention and it's a tool for connecting to your intuition. Just make sure to do energy cleansing and to use discernment. And another great way to connect with your soul is through past life regression. You can do this through guided meditations or find someone near you who specializes in past life regression therapy. As always, I'm mentioning Dolores Cannon, as she is the one who introduced me to all things past life. Her books are amazing, so check her out. And I will leave you with that for today's episode. I really hope you found this episode helpful in one way or another. If you did, please be sure to share this episode with someone who may need to hear this message. I would love to connect with you on social media. I am at Close E-L-L, D-U-C-L-O-S on all platforms. I'm sending you all of my love. Until next time.